welcome to the Art of Successful Living. My name is Joanne Williams. This podcast is all about learning how to overcome personal difficulties, make better choices, and cultivate a closer relationship with Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining in today as we continue our series, The Holy Spirit, His Fruit, His Guidance, His Power. Many people have a wrong impression that communicating with the Holy Spirit or connecting to the Holy Spirit is a deep spiritual experience filled with visions and perhaps um, voices speaking in other languages. Whenever Jesus spoke of the Holy Spirit, he always spoke of him in very practical terms. Things like the Holy Spirit will comfort you. John chapter 14, verse 6. The Holy Spirit will teach you. John chapter 14, verse 26. The Holy Spirit will empower you. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Jesus never made any insinuation that in order to communicate or connect with the Holy Spirit, you need to have a very mysterious spiritual experience. Jesus says that he has been given to us when we are surrendered and obedient, we can enjoy the gift of the Holy Spirit. But what is the gift of the Holy Spirit? The gift of the Holy Spirit is connection, communication, guidance. He is our resource of godly wisdom which can lead us and guide us on a day-to-day, moment-to-moment basis, even when what would seem like the most mundane type of choices. So if this gift is available to all Christians, why do all Christians not take advantage of it? Well, the answer is simple. The Holy Spirit does not communicate when sin is present. That's why sometimes we we can be on this spiritual high and then somebody says something to us that rubs us the wrong way and we just all out of sorts. You know, while we sometimes don't sense his presence, why it seems like nothing is working. Well, like I said, the answer is simple. The Holy Spirit does not communicate when sin is present. When sin is present, the Bible says he is grieved, according to Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30. And the scripture reads, and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed until the day of redemption. When we are living in sin, he is grieved and cannot communicate with us or guide us. So the first step in connecting with the Holy Spirit is to make sure that all known sin has been repented of and forsaken. The next step is to give him a chance. In this high-paced manic lifestyle that most of us seem to be so addicted to, the Holy Spirit has very little opportunity to truly lead us. It's like being in rush hour traffic on the freeway in our heads. Hmm. Try to get across. First Kings chapter 19 verse 12 illustrates 
how that communication with the Lord is not normally through earthquakes and whirlwinds, but rather a still small voice. Think of an actual human voice. If someone was speaking to you in a still small voice, what would you need to do in order to hear it accurately? You would need to be still, be quiet, and pay attention. Well, the same is true about the voice of the Holy Spirit. Be still. There's something us modern people are not very good at. Lack of movement is looked down upon. Like, you know, you lazy, you, you, you need to get up and do something. However, we can only tap into the wisdom of the Holy Spirit when we cease our human actions. You, you, you probably been heard or been well versed on how to have a daily devotion time. But most Christians define this as reading a few verses, reading a devotional, taking a few notes, saying a prayer, and you're done. Very few Christians engage in an extended time of daily stillness. Yes, you read. Yes, you take notes. Yes, you pray, but then stop. Don't get up and rush to the next thing. How about you just stop? Stay there. Be still. The other thing is to be quiet. Our modern technology has made it pretty difficult to engage in an extended state of being quiet as well. Even if you're if you silence your cell phone or mobile phone, whatever you want to call it, your notifications still come buzzing through, right? When is the last time you had an extended time of quiet, stillness? Stillness is quite literally the communication method the Holy Spirit uses. Just as you would pick up your phone to text a friend, the Holy Spirit needs a quiet, still moment to communicate with you. Why are so many Christians not led of the Holy Spirit? Because they never literally give them a chance to communicate. If you want to take your Christian life to the next level, you have to give the Holy Spirit a chance each day. So what difference does it make? If you have a very shallow idea of the Christian walk, then you won't really care why this matters. You have given your heart to Jesus. You're going to heaven when you die. You make an effort not to commit any of what we call the biggie sins. What more is there? This guidance of the Holy Spirit is the key element which takes your life from being okay to joy-filled and abundant. His guidance is the key that slips all the pieces into place. Have you ever had that feeling that things in your life just weren't clicking, that you were missing a 
piece of something, but you could never really put your finger on exactly what it was. It is very likely that these feelings are the result of our lives being disjointed. The separate aspects of our lives cannot truly come together in a godly, full picture unless we are making choices in every single area based on the gentle leading of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was sent to be our guide into all truth. John chapter 16 verse 13 plainly tells us that the job of the Holy Spirit is to be our guide into all truth. This means truth and wisdom about every aspect of our lives, even the areas that seem really not spiritual. Everything about our lives can become spiritual when we tap into God's wisdom. So let's look at look at an area of life which uh, many people shut out of the Holy Spirit uh, guidance each and every day. For example, there are, and, and let me say this, there are many examples, but I'm just going to take one for the sake of time. So let's talk about finances, the Holy Spirit and finances. God cares about our finances. God cares about your finances. And he has sent you, the Holy Spirit, to guide you into making the best choices. Listening to the guidance of the Holy Spirit will make the difference between making good choices and making the best choices. Our human wisdom can sometimes only discern between the good and the bad, but the guidance of the Holy Spirit can lead us from the good to the best. I remember that old saying, good, better, best, never let it rest until your good becomes better and your better becomes best. The best choices for us may look different than the best choices for someone else. The Holy Spirit might guide someone else to buy a bigger house, but lead you to buy the smaller house. The Holy Spirit is very personal. Your father, God, knows you inside and out, and he knows what is best for you. You can also know, also know what is best for you when you give yourself those still, quiet moments each day to be guided by the Holy Spirit. My own story is about this black tie affair. I was invited to go to this black tie affair. So I prayed about going and, and, you know, and I felt led to go. I felt that the Lord was leading me to go, but I needed something to wear. And so the next day I just felt led to go to Ross to look for something to wear, you know, but that's not what I normally do. Believe me, I, that's not my first choice. I rarely, if ever go to Ross, but for some reason, I don't know what, well, I do know what happened. The Holy Spirit just sort of guided me or prompted me to go to Ross. And I really didn't even think that I was going there to look for something to wear to a black tie affair. I just, I don't know, found myself there. When I got there, started looking through the dresses. It This one particular dress sort of jumped out at me. Now, the dress only cost $25. And I got home, I tried it on, and, you know, and I liked the dress. But I decided that I needed a more expensive dress. 
you know, because I, I wanted to, you know, I was going to spend some money uh, on getting this dress. So I started looking online and realized the dress that I bought came from Macy's and it was actually a very expensive dress. The Holy Spirit was prompting me to take notice of the fact that I was going to uh, what I was going to do was spend hundreds of dollars uh, on a dress for one night. And I was also going to waste lots of money because once I got the dress, then it was uh, hair and makeup and shoes and purse and accessory and nails and parking. And the cost of the ticket was already one hundred and twenty five dollars. So I could have easily spent close to a thousand dollars for one night just to go eat some chicken. And it really wasn't a high priority. When I needed to use that money for other more needful things. The Holy Spirit led me to buy the perfect dress in my size. Uh, it, it fit great. Plus, I already had a nice pair of shoes and purse that match perfectly, thereby saving some money. And he was just prompting me, you know, let's not fall into this trap right now of spending all this money for this one night is seriously not that important but anyway being careful to hear his voice being careful to be still and to be quiet and to come before him and allow him to lead us to guide us to direct us that is his job. That's his career. The Holy Spirit leading, guiding, directing. His fruit, his guidance, his power. Get quiet before him. Take some time to be still and hear his still small voice. If you have enjoyed this episode, give me a thumbs up. Also, click that notification button so you can be notified when the next podcast comes out. I'm happy to say that the Art of Successful Living podcast is coming up on a two-year anniversary. It will be two years in the month of November. So I just wanted to give you a heads up that we are going to have some special guests joining us. I'm very happy and excited about our upcoming celebration. We're going to be talking about a series that we're calling Secrets of the Well. It starts the first Wednesday in November. Until next time, be blessed.